Okay. Now go on to the Gemara that talks about Maishra Benu's Fikuach conversation or argument exchange with the Malachim. When it came to Kabbalah Satayra, the Gemara tells us in the Sech the Shabbos, that when Maishra Benu went up to Shemayim, Omru Malachi Hasharaz of Nakadish Baruchu. The Malachim told the Rabbi Nishalaylam, Rabbi Nishalaylam, Mal Yeludisha Beinenu. What is a human being doing here? Amalan, so the Rabbi Nishalaylam said, the Kabbal Tayraba. What's Maisha Abenu doing here in Shemayim? The Malachim asked. The Rabbi Nishalaylam said, he's coming to be Makabal the Tayraba. No more tears? Not until I feel the pressure. They brought it to me. The reserves. So my Shabbana, when he went up to Shemayim, the Malachi Ashar said to the Rabbana Shalom, Mali Yeludisha Beinainu, says the Gemara. What is the Yeludisha? What is a human being doing here? So so the Rabbana Shalom said, the Kabbal Torah boy is coming to get the Torah. Amrulafanam, so the Malachim said, Chemda Gnuza, you have this treasure that's been hidden away for. 974 dairis. It's been hidden away. 974 dairis kaidim before this world was even created. And atamivakish litna levasar vadam. You're going to go give it to a human being? Moenish kisis kirano. What's a person? So, so Hashem told Moshe, answer the Malachim back. They want to know why I'm giving the Torah to you? Answer them. Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hashem, Rabbeinu Shalom, Misyariani, I'm afraid, Shema Yisrefuni Behevel Shabbatian. They may burn me up with the, the Hevel, the moisture, the mist of their mouths. Says the Rabbeinu Shalom, Achuz Bikisei Kwaidi, Bechazar Lohem Chuba. Hold on to my Kisei Akavid and give them an answer. And the Gemara brings the Pasuk that teaches us that the Rabbanu Shalom spread over his Shechina and Moshe Rabbeinu and he was able to answer. So what did he answer? The famous answer. He says, Taira, that the Taira that I'm getting, Maxive. What does it say in the Taira? It says, Anoichi Hashem Mitzrayim. So Moshe told him, Alochim, did you go down to Mitzrayim? Were you Meshubadim to Paran? So what do you have to do with the Torah? It says, Lo yelechal himacherim aponai. Don't have a vaydazara. He said to the Malachim, Do you live amongst the Goyim that there's a taiva that you have some type of yetara for a vaydazara? It says, Keep Shabbos. Do you work that you have to keep Shabbos? It says, Don't make a shvua. Do you have business deals that you might come to make a shvua sheker? 
After that, the Malachim admitted, they agreed to the Rabbi Shalom, and that's when they said, The first time around, they said, They said, Rabbi Shalom, put your glory in Shemayim. Now they didn't say that part of the Pasuk. Hashem Adineinu Mu'adir Shimcha B'chol Ha'aretz In the land, Taira belongs in the land The Rabbani Shalom's um, Adnus, the Rabbani Shalom's Malucha belongs in the Aretz That is the Gemara, very famous Gemara, famous Medrash Now We have to understand that the Mepharshim have many questions here But today, this morning I saw a very interesting chat from <coughs> The sefer I have called Divrei Yirmiyo. He was a Talmud of the Netziv in Volajin, one of his biggest Talmidim. And he has a drasha on this Gemara to explain it. It's a very long drasha. So he says as follows. He asks the question that all the Mepharshim ask. The Malachim didn't know that the mitzvahs don't apply to them? Meshavainu answered very simple things here. These are very Malachim didn't know that they were they were they were challenging so to speak for this Torah. They didn't know what it said in the Torah. They didn't know the mitzvahs don't apply to them. What exactly was their havamina so to speak? What were they thinking? And what what did the boy Shabbenu answer them? And there are many mafarshim come to answer this question, but he says as follows. He says he quotes another Gemara. Another Gemara. The Gemara says that when Mashiach is going to come, the Goyim are going to turn to the Rabbi Nishalam and they're going to say, Rabbi Yisrael that was Makabal your Torah. How do we know they kept it? Here's Eilam the world coming to its perfection through Yisrael supposedly, so they're the ones who are going to remain around. Um, could you please prove it to us that they're the ones who kept the Torah? So Hakadosh Baruch said, "Yes, I'll be the hey, I'll be the witness." So they said, "We're sorry, but um, a father, you're the father of Klai Yisrael. A father can't be a witness for their child. A relative is Pasulaydus. So you're going to take testimony. Klai Yisrael kept the Torah. We're sorry, you're Pasul." So Hakadosh Baruch says, "Okay, how about Shemayim Varetz?" The heavens and the land, they'll say, Eidus, the Klayasos, Mekayim, the Torah. So they said, Rabbi Nishalaylam, we have a problem with them too. They also have a Negeus, they're also a Negeus, they also have something to get out of their testimony. Why? Because we all know, that the Rabbi Nishalaylam made a bris with Maisa Bereshis, that if Klayasos is going to be Mekabal, the Torah, the world could exist. If Klaisel is not going to be Mechabal the Torah, the world is going to go back to Tayyuvavayu. So therefore, they have a vested interest in saying that Klaisel kept the Torah, because if not, there's no existence for Shemayim Varet. So what are they going to say? Klaisel didn't keep the Torah? They won't exist anymore. So they also are Negeavayidus, and therefore they're puzzled. Now the question is, Tayyus asked this question, so they don't say testimony. But if we take the assumption that we need the Torah for the existence of the world, and the world exists, it's here, the, right? The world is here, the Gaim are in the world. 
So that very fact that the world exists is the proof that Christ all kept the Torah. You don't need them to come say testimony. You're saying they have a vested interest because if they don't say testimony that Christ all kept the Torah, they won't exist. They'll be back to Torah That may be true, but the very fact that they do exist, that everything exists, is itself the biggest raya. That's the biggest proof that Christ all kept the Torah. So Taisus answers that the guy him have an excuse for that too. And that is, who's in charge of this world? Hashem? Well, maybe he bent the rules because Klai Yisrael is his child. So they already passed Hashem. They already said he can't say testimony because the father can't say for the son. So that means he loves Klai Yisrael. So perhaps Klai Yisrael never really kept the Torah. Why does the world still exist? Well, Hashem bent the rules. Sometimes the father bends the rules for their son. So therefore, the existence of, cl- of the world is not a proof. Let Shemayim and Aretz come and say, well, they're in a Gebetus. So therefore, they're all possible. So, the Divri Yermio explains as follows. What's going on over here? He says, there are two types of Tznaim. It says, Tznai. The Rabbanu made a condition Hashem made a condition with the world. If Christ keeps accepts the Torah, it'll exist. If not, not. There are two types of Tznoim. One he calls a Tznai Haskemi, like a Haskem. We have an agreement. Two business people made an, make an agree, agreement, for example. Um, if I provide you with this type of merchandise, you'll pay me this price. If the merchandise is not up to par of what I ordered, so I won't pay the price. That's a snap. We made a deal. There's a deal. You give me what I want, I'll pay you for it. You don't give me what I want, I won't pay you for it. That's a haskin. means we made an external tznai. There's nothing about our tznai that has to do with the actual merchandise's existence. The merchandise will be here one way or the next. The question is, will I buy it? In fact, it's possible that I might say to myself, you know what, the merchandise is not as good as I thought it was, but I'm still going to buy it. I don't have to keep to the tonight. There's nothing here, this is what we made up, but there's nothing forcing me to say, well, you can't do anything else. Because it's all heftin, it's haskama. It's a deal we made, we could change the deal. Then there's something called tonight hatibi. A natural tonight. For example, you want to plant the seed and you want it to grow. Well, if you put it on your dining room table, it's not going to grow. There are tznoim. There are things you have to do for it to happen. Natural things. You have to put it in the ground. The sun has to shine. You have to water it. Those are... Now, that's not an external thing. That's the thing itself. That's the teva of the seed. You want it to work? You have to do it. There's no bending. You know what? I'm going to decide today. This seed, I want it to grow without any water. It's wonderful. You can decide what you want. It's not going to work. Because the very existence of the thing depends on what you do to it. Or, for example, if you make a recipe, if you add in all the proper ingredients, you'll end up with the final product. Well, if you don't put in the proper, you know, today, we don't need flour in the cake. We're just going to put eggs, sugar, and uh, whatever else you put in. You're not going to have a cake. It's not going to work. It's wonderful. I'm a vatar on the flour, right? You can't be a vatar on it. This is what you have to do to get the final result. It won't work. What kind of tonight did the Rabbanu Shalom make with my Sibiratius? 
Tnai Hisnaka Dishbaraku and Maisa Bereshis. Which one of these Tnai? Well, let's examine it. The Vanisham, they make a deal with Klai Yisrael and said, listen, it's like we're buying a piece of merchandise. Here's the world. You want the world to exist? Learn my Torah. If not, it won't exist. Is that the deal the Vanisham made with Klai Yisrael? Doesn't seem fair to the world. I mean, what what the world do wrong? If the deal and the world are separate, they're not. They're not. It's not an internal deal. It's not an internal tnai. It's an external tnai. There's a world. I want to give it to you, so I make a deal with you. This is the price you have to pay, Tyra. So when it comes to merchandise, you say, okay, so you don't buy a big deal. But here we're talking about turning the world back to tayu vavayu. What the world do wrong? So it would seem. That this not, was not an external tenai. This is a tenai in the Bria itself. For the Bria to exist, there's an ingredient that the Bria needs to exist. And that is Torah. You take the Torah out of the Bria, or it doesn't happen, it doesn't exist anymore. You can't say, well, you know what, Hashem bent the rules. He's mevatar on it today. He's mevatar on it today. It, it can't exist. This is, the, this is the ingredients for it. This is the recipe. This is the sun. This is the water. It needs to grow. If you don't have the tire, it doesn't work. So the Rabbi came along and said, I'll say Adas. What did the Gayim say? We're sorry, you're Negeva Adas. So the Rabbi Nisham says, Okay, Shemayim Varetidu. Like Taisvi says, the very existence of the world, the very existence of the world is a proof that, there, that the Kaisal kept the Torah. But what do the Gayim say? Why don't the Gayim accept that? Because the Gayim say, that's not the Tznai we're talking about. This is not a natural Tavat Tznai that it needs to happen. This was a deal Kaisal made with, with the Rabbi Shalom. You know what? A father could bend the rules for the son. The Rabbi Nishan wants to give Klai Yisrael the world without keeping the Tyra. It's his prerogative. He could do it. He could bend the rules. This was a business deal between the two of them. So the truth is, when the Rabbi Nishan brings his proof of Shemayim Va'aretz, the Gaim don't really have a time anymore. They don't. Why? Because the very existence of the world, even if they don't take testimony, they're negabedus. You're right, but the very existence is proof that there was a tyra, because tyra is an ingredient for the world to exist. But the gayim don't accept that. They say no. They like to bend the rules themselves, and they say no. That's not what happened. It wasn't a natural ingredient. A natural when it says a tznai, it's like planting a seed. So it's a business deal. I'll buy it from you if you try to buy the merchandise. You know what? If I'm in the mood of giving it, of buying it or selling it for cheaper or paying more for the cheaper stuff or not having to pay at all, you could do that too. Whatever we make up, we could change the rules at a later date. So the guy can come along and they kind Hashem, he lost Kaiser. He'll change the rules. Big deal. So what? He made it tonight. We can change it tonight if things don't work out. Because they are coming to say that Torah is not necessary for the existence of the world. They are agreeing at the moment to the premise that there was a tonight with my separatious. But what type of tonight? They are saying, this is not a tonight that the world needs Torah. This is a business deal. We'll give you the world if you give us the Torah. Change the rules at the end. The truth is that that's not true at all. 
The world needs Tyra to exist. If for one moment, forget Klaus, I'll be Mechabal the Tyra. Even now, if for one split second of the day, Tyra is not being learned, send to the world. The world needs constantly, at every moment, Tyra to exist. It needs the Limerat Tyra in the world for it to exist. That was the Machlaika, so to speak, the Gayim with the Rabbi Nishalayim. The Rabbi Nishalayim brought a clear proof. However, the Umatayim are going to say, we're arguing with you. We agree there was a Tznai, but it's a Tznai you could change and therefore it's not a proof. Okay, so we seem to have a proof. However, the truth is that the proof we have is what we would call a shlili. It's by default. It's not an active, it's not a chiyuvi. The proof is not a chiyuvi. What does that mean to say? We're trying to say that the world it needs a tznai for my separatious. What kind of tznai? A tznai of the very existence of the world. How are we proving that? We're not really proving it. We're just saying it doesn't make a lot of sense that it was a business deal. Because the world is not something that you just play around with. It's not a piece of merchandise. So if you tell me it's an ingredient, I understand how Tyra and the world have to coexist with each other. The world needs the Tyra. It was an external thing, so why would Hashem do that? Why would Hashem put the whole world in jeopardy if Klaisel doesn't keep the Tyra? What the rest of the world do? What the world itself do? What Shemayim Varetz do? It doesn't seem fair. If you want to say, I'm not going to give you something if you don't keep the deal, okay, but I'm going to destroy it? Why would you do such a thing? Why would the Rabbi Hashem do such a thing? So... We're, we're trying to explain that it can't be mitarasvara logically, it can't be that it's an external tznai. So by default, there's only one other choice. But we have we really proven that the world needs Tyra to exist? We haven't really brought a proof. We just said if it's not one side, it must be the other. So the Devarimiyot the says as follows: We could bring a proof, a positive proof, that the Rabbi Nishalayla, that tire, the world needs Tyra to exist. And he says as follows: He says he goes through a whole a whole bunch of psukim in Yeshaya. This is his derech. We saw some of the uh, a different time we saw with Alicia. He has a whole story over there. His derech is he'll take psukim or prakim and then go totally through them and explain them and then show how they how they apply to what he's trying to say. So he has a whole bunch of psukim in Yeshaya Memhei that talks about lost lavoi. What the Rabbi Nishalom is going to answer to the guy. And one of the psukim says over there, Kayamar Hashem. Kedosh Yisrael v'yaitzrei. So said Hashem, who is Hashem? Kedosh Yisrael v'yaitzrei. Ha'oisiyai she'eluni. They asked me for oisiyais. Al-bonai, on my children, v'al-poel yadai, and on the, the forms that I made, the things that I created. Tzitzaveni, and they commanded me. So the Divya explains 
that this is the Rabbi Nishalom's answer to the Umm Asylum. The Kayamar Hashem, Hashem said, they asked me for signs. The Goyim, the Umm they're asking me, Kedosh Yisrael, you call Klai Yisrael Kadosh? Give us an ice, give us a sign, give us a proof. Like we said from the other Gemara, that the Gemara said, prove to us they kept the Torah. So what do I answer to them? I try to answer, I'll say, I'll say Eidus. So the pastor continues, Albanai, they claim, my son, my children, I can't say Eidus on my children. What about the world? Al Yadai, the things I created, they say also. The Gaim say we can't be Saimachan their Eidus. Like we said, they're Negeabeidus. So what does the Rabbi Nisham say? So the Pasuk continues and says, Anoichi Asisi Eretz, I created the land. Vaadam Aleha Barasi, and I put man, I created man on it. Aniyadi Natsu Shamayim, I created the Shamayim. The Chaltsevam Tivisi, and I commanded all the legions of Shamayim. What does that mean to say? So Rabbi Shalom is saying, all your tainas are nothing. Why? Because I created Oretz, I created an entire world, and in this world there's so many creations, there's Daimim, there's Saimeach, there's Chai, there's Midabi, there's so many things. Adam Aleha Barasi, and I created Adam Aleha. Aleha means over it. I created Adam on top of the entire world. He rules over the entire world. He's the Melech on the entire world. Not only is he a Melech on the entire world, the Pasuk continues, I created the Shamayim. And in the Shamayim, I put the Ma'iris. I put the constellations and the sun and the moon and all the things. And what do all those things do? They're here, Lahair al to serve the land. Lahair al That's the purpose. They're not here for their own existence. They're here to serve the land. And what's the land here to serve? To serve mankind. Everything is put here with Tayelah So that means that my love for Adam is the tachlis of the Bria. I created man. I didn't create him as another animal, as part of my big aquarium, or my big zoo, that I like to watch, and I like to control, and I like to play around with. That's not why I create because if not, make Adam like everybody else. I'm just be another Bria. Why would I make Adam ruling over the entire Bria? Must be there's something special about Adam. There's a shaykhis I have with man. And therefore, I created the entire world and the Shemayim and everything for one purpose, my love of mankind. So if Adam is the Takla Tabriya and my love for Adam is the Takla Tabriya, this proves to us that the world is not in existence for itself. The world is in existence for the Avaidas HaAdam. And as we'll show in a moment, the Taira is what that Ahava is. How does the Rabbi Nishalam keep Ahava with Adam, with mankind? So he created him, he loves him. How does he love him? 
He has a relationship with How does he have that relationship? That relationship is through the Torah. So the Torah is the Ahava between Hashem and Adam. If there's no Torah, that means there's no Ava. If there's no Ava, so then there's no purpose to the world anymore. So the world might as well not exist. You'll say, why? Because the world wasn't here just because Hashem needed something to gaze at when He was bored. The world was here for Adam. For Adam to perform. To Adam to have a shaykhus to the Rabbi Shalom. If Klaizel is not Mechabal the Torah, so Adam is like any other animal in the world. Hashem didn't create a world just to have things roaming around. So therefore, that itself is the proof. Not just by default. That is the proof that the Tznai that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made with my Sebereshes is the Torah, is something natural, is because the Torah is the Ahava Hashem has between Him and mankind. If there's no Ava, there's no purpose to man. And the world was created for man. If there's no purpose for man, we destroy the world. That says the Dibra Yermiyo's chat. With this he says now, we can come and explain the original Gemara. What was going on between Moshe Rabbeinu and the Malachim? The Malachim were coming and saying, Rabbeinu Shalom, you want to bestow Ahava on Abriya? Why are you running to people? What's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? Give us your Tyra. Now of course, they knew that the Tyra that people get is a Tyra that has to do with the physical being. But that's not the Torah they would have gotten. Because we have to understand, the Torah was here long before mankind. The Torah is an Indian Ruchni that's in Shemayim. The Torah is Shemus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you put the Isis together in all different ways, you'll end up straight all the Shemus of Hashem. The Torah we have today our Torah in the Psukim and the words the way it's all broken up is only when the Rabbi Nishalm decided to give it to Kla Yisrael is the way the Torah manifested itself for people this means to say the Torah is the Av Hashem wants to have His Shechina in this world well, people have to be Roy to have the Shechina animals can't have it so Hashem said here here is something to do that will make you be fitting to have my Kedusha. If you're mankind, well you got to get rid of your animalistic Taivas, and your Yitzhahara, and you have to get rid of Avodah uh, Zara. There's so many different things that you need to get rid of. And that's the Torah we have. If you do that, my Abba's here, there'll be a Shechina. If the Malachim would have gotten the Torah, they wouldn't have gotten the mitzvahs that we have. Hashem would have given them other instructions to make themselves ready for the Hashra Tashchina. The Iker Torah is the Ava, is the Rabbeinu Shalom Shaykhis with Kla Yisrael, the Ruchnius of Torah. Torah can manifest itself in many different ways. What would have happened if the. It's a very simple question. If we never would have done the Chet Egel, what would have that parish in the Torah said? Wasn't the Torah around long before the Chet Egel? Wasn't there Bechira? Parshas Meraglim? There's so many things in the Torah. Say, one second. This Torah was around 
thousand years before, uh, to almost a thousand years before the world was created? Was there no Bechira? The answer is that the ty- we have one reading of the Torah. The Torah is could be shameless of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, could be broken up in so many different ways. There's so m- the Torah is Kuwe Ruchni. We have one way of looking at the Torah the Rebbeinu Shalom gave to us when. We did the Egel, for example, so then the words in the Pesukim got broken up in a certain way, that then, this is how they read. If not, it would have gone a different way. The Isis were there, the words were there. There are so many different ways of reading it, which is an entirely different Indian of how the original Luchais looked, according to one Shita. It was all Aseris Hadibras, just written out, with no Pesukim, no words, just letters, straight. To teach us this aside, that the way we have broken up the Pesukim is one way. That's how it was given to mankind. If the Malachim would have gotten the Torah, you're right, they wouldn't have gotten Shabbos, they wouldn't have gotten Abayi Zara, they would have got something entirely different that was tailored for them. So when they said, Rabbi Shalom, you want to give us your Torah, your Ava, what are you giving it to people? The obvious question is, don't they know it doesn't apply to them? Yeah, they're right. The Torah we got doesn't apply to them. They would have got something that looks different. It still would have been the Torah. The Rabbi Shalom's Ava and his Torah. But it wouldn't have been our mitzvahs. It would have been whatever they need to prepare themselves for Ashra Zashkina. So that is what they said. They said, Rabbi Nishalaylam, Ava, give it to us. Man? How could a man keep these things? How could man keep Tyra? He could keep Tyra to the degree that the Ava and Ashra Zashkina is always going to stay there? It can't be. That's what they said. Chemdo Genuza. You have this treasure that's here for 974 dollars before Bria Sahilam. And you want to give it to Vasar Adam? Why? Why did their British wait 974 dollars? What was wrong with all those dollars? Those dollars he saw weren't able to keep the Tyra. It wasn't going to work. So the Malachim say, if it didn't work then, so why is it going to work now? We're Malachim. We'll do it. We'll keep the tire. We have no problem. We have no Yitzhar. We don't have any of these things. So Adarab, it's better to give to us because then your Ava will have a kiyom to it. So what does the Rabbani Shalom say to Maisha Benu? Tell them an answer. Maisha Benu says, I'm afraid from Hevel Piyam. What's Hevel Piyam? Hevel Piyam means the answer they just said. Maisha Benu said, you know, they're really right. I, I have an answer. But their answer is also a good answer. Man is susceptible to Zayt Sahara. Who says we'll keep it? I have an answer. But I'm afraid. Maybe their answer is better. Maybe they're right. Give it to them because they could keep the Tyra. So Baruch Hashem says, don't worry. Tell them an answer. So Meshavenu tells them, he tells them all of these things. So what did he say? What was the answer now? I mean, they knew that too. They weren't getting that Tyra. So the answer is very simple. And that is, Ava is proven when it's put to the test. When something is put to the test, a shallow Ava turns into a deep Ava, or could at least. The Ava that existed before becomes a better Ava in quality. Moshe Rabbeinu said, you're right, it's a dangerous thing to give Tyre to man. Tyre to man? Who says they'll keep it? But when they do keep it, they're going to show their Ava to a greater degree than a Malach shows his Ava. The Pasuk in Shirim says, 
Imtairu. Klaisel tells the Goyim, Imtairu. Number one, you have sinner for us. Vimtairu et ava, and you're gonna be ma'ira the ava. Klaisel tells the Umasailam, the more you ride of us, the more you chase us, the more gazeras you make on us, the more you try to break the ava between Klaisel and the Rabbinah Shalaylam. It's Ava. It just makes the Ava a deeper Ava. Kleisol ends up being Meitzer Nefesh HaKadusas Hashem. The Meitzer Nefesh for the Torah, for the Amuna. They pour out their hearts to the Rabbeinu Shalom and ate Sarah. They don't turn away from the Rabbeinu Shalom. They deepen their Ava from the Rabbeinu Shalom. So therefore, Meitzer Abenu says, You're right, perhaps. You have a better chance of keeping it. But that doesn't really prove the Ava. The Ava is proven when there's an obstacle. So Moshe Rabbeinu listed off seven different obstacles that people have over, over Malachim. Number one, Shibun Malchias. Chazal tell us Shibun Malchias it makes a person hard to learn Tyra. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu said. <coughs> Did you go down to Mitzrayim? Did you have Sheba and Malchus? These weren't just one-time things. Moshe Rabbeinu was saying throughout the Torah there are seven main things that might prevent us from keeping the Torah. The first one is Sheba and Malchus. The second one is Shechein Imroim, having bad neighbors. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, do you live amongst the Goyim that serve Abay Zazara? Do you have bad neighbors? Then there's Kaivet HaParnasa, the stress of working in the field. That's what he said. Do you work on Shabbos? Did you work that you need a rest? He was saying the Indian of working hard. And then there's, besides working in the fields, there's Masomata, business deals. That's also a hard thing. A person's very, his mind is very busy with that. That's what he said. Do you have to make a Shavuol? Do you do business deals? Then there's just Chalisha Sakuf. A person's body is weak. He said, Do you have parents? Are you a human body? Kino Yesh Benechem, the Tashkosas Hamidois. Do you have bad Midois? Do you have the Yetzahar with the Midois? For, for, for Leisirtuch and Leisinah, this is the Kinah. Stop a person from learning Taira. And the last thing is Taiva Sabahamias the Taiva. That's what he said. Taiva. Seven main mafriim Hashem. Seven things that stop and make it hard and obstacles in a person's way of learning the Taira. Moshe Rabbeinu said, Do you have any of those things? You don't. So it's true. We're going to have a harder time keeping the Taira. But when we do keep the Taira, our Ava will be shown to a much greater degree. And therefore, that's what the Rabbi Nisham wanted him to know. That's what the Rabbi Nisham wanted him to answer. So, but Moshe Rabbeinu was afraid to say this answer until Hashem said, Hold on to my Kisei covered. What was he saying? So we all know, okay, if we pass the test, we'll prove the Ava, but what's the chances we're going to pass the test? The Rebbeinu Shalom says, Hold on to my Kisya Kavid. 
The Chazal tell us that the Yetzir of a person is in Skabra love the Chol Yoyim. So, Moli HaKadosh Baruch Hu Oizroi, Lehoi A person has to make the Ishtadlus. You make the Ishtadlus, hold on to my Kisei HaKavit, you just have to hold. Says the Rabbi Nishloilam, and I'll carry you, and I'll protect you. Moshe Rabbeinu was afraid to tell it to these Malachim. Because the Malachim have a good taina. Wonderful, you have mafriim, things that stop you. You're right, they're going to stop you, so let us keep the tire. We don't have these things. Mashabin is saying, but if we do pass it, we'll prove our Abba to a greater degree. Okay, but if you do, what's the chances? Says the Rabbi Shalom, hold on to my Kisei covered. I will help you. You just have to make the effort. You make the first step, Habal tire. Not our right to tire. Abolitar, a person has to make the first effort to go. The Rabbi Nisham is Messiahim. The Rabbi Nisham helps him. That's what the Rabbi Nisham told, told Moshe Rabbeinu. Hold on to my Kisei HaKavoyd and I'll carry you through. Then your answer will be a powerful answer for the Malachim. This was the Shakla Vitarya here between Moshe Rabbeinu and the Malachim. So we have shown here, number one, Tznai Hisna Kadosh Baruch Hu It was the Tznai is the Ava the Rabbi Shalom wants to give to have with Kla Yisrael. It was mankind, as we saw in Derek Hashem, mankind lost their, their, their chance and Kla Yisrael took it over. The Ramban and Parashat Hazimu says that if the Rabbi Shalom ever destroys Kla Yisrael because of their Chataim, there will be no Taklis in Bria Asylum anymore. Because we were the only ones who took over the Taklis of being Makir the Rabbi Nishalaylam, like the Rabban says there, and in Parshish Boy, that Ainukal Khaifet, he wants his Bruim to be Makir, his Bayroi, to be Meshabeach, to be Moida, to understand his Rabbi Nishalaylam. That's the Shaykhis, to have a Shaykhis with the Rabbi Nishalaylam, and Ava. Kalai Yisrael took that over when mankind failed. Says the Ramban, Hashem can never destroy Kalai Yisrael, because if he does, that's the end of the world. The same Taklis that the Rabbi Nishon wanted to get out of the world is what's keeping Christ on existence too that same Ratzin whatever that is but that's the Ratzin that's keeping it running so that's the Ava the Malachim said give us the Ava give us the Torah it'll be different mitzvahs than humans have because there'll be a different Shaykhus but give us that Ava give us that Kli Chemda that desirable Kali that Ava give it to us but the Rabbi Nisham said, no, I want to give it to mankind. Because when mankind proves themselves, so then the Ava is a much deeper Ava. And that's why you find that truthfully, the Malachim said, don't even create man. Because I'll tell us, the Rabbi Nisham said, let's create, a, he called the first group of Malachim, should we create man? No. He burnt them up. Goodbye. Second group, Burn them up. Goodbye. The third group says, Rosh do what you want. They learned the lesson from the first two groups. Why? The first two groups said, What's it? It's impossible. A human? It's going to stand up against the Eitzahara? Keep your tire, Keep your mitzvah? It's impossibility. They were really right. So what was the big time on them? The third group didn't say create man. He said, Rosh you can do what you want. You probably know what you're doing. Because... If the Rabbi Nishalayim is thinking of creating man, he's not creating someone who's set up for failure. He's like, what does he need it for? He doesn't have to create him for that. The Rabbi Nishalayim is creating man, he's going to create a man, even with his Yetzirah and his Guf, who's going to be able to succeed. 
And the truth is, the reason the Malachim couldn't understand that is because on their Madrega, they would never be able to overcome Yitzhahara. But Rabbi Chaim tells us that the Neshama of a Yid, the Makar of that Neshama, is even higher than a Malach. So he couldn't even, re- the Malachim, you're right, they couldn't relate to it. So the third group said, we don't understand, but you probably have a good plan. That's what we find whenever Klaisel does something above and beyond the norms. Shira Tayyam, for example. Klaisel overcame their fear and everything, and they said Shira Tayyam. Shol HaMelech, the Major says. He finds out his children are going to be killed with him. Does he go with that? Does he say, well, let's not go to war? He goes. Whenever you find mankind excel, Above and beyond what seems to be the norm, the Medrash tells us, Hashem calls the Malachim and says, Ru'u Briya Shebarasi, which Malachim? Says Taisvis, you know which Malachim? The Malachim from the first day that said, we're not really sure, you know, the odds are stacked against them, why are you creating them? The Rebbein says, Ru'u Briya Shebarasi, look, they did it. And that's when the Malachim say the same pasuk that they said over here by Moshe Avinu, Hashem Tzma Haitcha. I'm sorry, Hashem Adinim Adar Shimcha B'Chol Haaret. You've proven that yes, it's true. That's where it should be. It should be in the Aretz because with their Yitzhara and with all their Mafriyim and with everything, they stand up to the test. They overcome it, and then they really prove the Ava and the Taira and the Shaykhs that their Bnei wants with the Klal Yitzhara. So the Rabbinu Shalaylam made a tab on this world. It needs Shemayim Ba'aretz needs Taira because this is the Shaykhis the Rabbinu Shalom has with this world is Kla Yisrael and his Taira Yisrael Kuchibrichov Arayitzachadu It's one existence. It's the Abba. There are many Mafriyim. So many things that stop a person and hold a person back and obstacles that a person has in his Avedis Hashem. But the Rabbi Nishon promises and says, Hold on to my kisei akavad. You're right, it's hard. You make the first effort. You have to make that effort. Then habal tar again, not haraitza. It's not you want to, we all want to. The person has to make that first kabbalah. The, the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avis, Kol, She, Chachmatse, Miruba, Shparek, is that in? I don't even remember. Okay, so there are many Yaina asks over there, how is it possible to have mice of Meruba Mechachmasai? How do you have more actions than, than knowing? You only know 10 halachas. How could you keep 20? It's impossible. Says Rabbeinu Yaina, the Indian of Natsav and Ishma. What it means, the culture mice of Meruba Mechachmasai, it means a person decides, you know what, I'm going to listen to whatever the Torah tells me to do. I'm going to listen to whatever the Chachamim tells me to do. Natsav and Ishma, I'm the Kaaba. It's as if you did the entire Torah already. If you're willing to make the Kabbalah with the Kabbalah itself, of I want to be do right, I want to do the right thing, I want to listen to the Chacham, I want to listen to the Torah, that itself is as if you did it. That gives you the Siyata Dishmaya. But you have to make the Kabbalah. You have to make that first baby step. You make that step, 
Then the Rebbein Shalom says, I'll give you all the seyatid in the world. You'll be holding on to my kisi akava, my shechina will be on you, you'll fly away. You don't have to worry about anything. But you have to make that first effort. That first fight against the Yitzhahara. When we do that, then we really prove our Abba for the Rebbein Shalom. We really prove the existence of the Torah in this world. We really prove that we're dedicated to the Rabbi Nishalayim. So when it comes, a Yomtif of Shavuot, when we are being the Kabbal, the Torah again, the Rabbi Nishalayim gives the Torah all the time. Kol Gadol V'layasa, for Baran, the Kabbal, the Kabbal, the Prophet say, the Torah is being given every moment. We have to be in the Makabal. We have to be Makabal as our Torah. We have to make ourselves right for the Kabbalah. The Torah is here. The Abba, the Rabbi Nishalayim is showering upon us. We have to make ourselves roy to be makabel that Abba. And that comes through making an effort, an extra effort in Avaidus Hashem. Not just sailing along. Sailing along is a wonderful thing. But if a person wants to grow, a person wants to get this Yat it's Habolatah. It's not Sevenishma. Let me make it Habolatah. Let me jump into the Yam. If I jump into the Yam, then the Rabbi Nisham will split it for me. If I jump in, the Rabbi Nisham will give me Siyat Dishmaya. I may not be on that big Matrega at the moment. But let me make at least a baby step and try to do something above and beyond what I've been doing. Something that's hard. It's got to be a fight against the Yitzhahara. It's got to be something you don't really want to do. It's got to be something that your goof tells you, or your Yitzhahara, your Taibas tells you, you know what? Don't do it, or do something else instead. It's got to take a Kvisha, a Gvura. That's Habba. To take the first step forward. To stay where you are is not a kunz. Anyone can stay where they are. It's a wonderful thing. You can follow the law. But if you really want to jump to the next level, if you really want to show the Abba to the Rabbi Nishalom, if you really want to show the Rabbi Nishalom, yes, there's a taklis to Briya Shemaim Va'aret. There's a taklis. Not only Limarat Tairet, it's the Kim of the entire Torah, it's the Ava that the Rabbi Nishalom shows, and we have to reciprocate and show our Ava to Him. As the Ava is tested, and it's put to the test, if we then pass the test, and we show our Ava to the Rabbi Nishalom, then we'll have proven, not Nishma, that we have learned the lesson of Kabbalah Satayra, and that the Rabbi Nishalom's Ava will then shower us with all the brach and atzlacha that we're looking for. Should have a good yom too. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're welcome. Sorry for the uh, a little longer than usual, but uh, I wasn't really prepared. So. <laughs> I wasn't really prepared, so I got slept out a little. I wasn't thinking. I didn't think I was giving the shoes. <laughs> As of four or five o'clock, at four what time? Four o'clock. I wasn't giving the shoes, so that was the end of it. No doubt. Seven fourteen. As I'm on the way to my kids' here, so you know. You're very welcome. Look at that. I don't know. Zvar Manis now has uh, some competition. The recruiting ability. Sounds evil. I get such a deep shear. I'll be chasing them away. Sometimes it's too deep, like people run away after it. No, very good. Yeah. All right. That's fine. We're happy to. We're here for y'all tomorrow. Too deep, y'all. I wasn't sure how it would turn out. But no, it's deep. It's too deep. Sorry. Sorry. It's like. I have a guess. Could be not, but for the last last week of the year, I mean. Oh, it's the whole last week.
This is it. Yeah, but I don't say major thing to them last month. You know? I mean, usually something to do with shoes, spira, something like that, but a little bit more. Uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to say tomorrow. Um, Thank you.